All right. Welcome to the I Can't Deal With This podcast. We have both the brothers in arms. We have Connor. We have Avery. How are we doing, boys? Great. I'm chilling. As good as I can be. I'm alive. Rough yeah. rough morning. <laughs> yeah. Rough day. Rough, rough yesterday. Well, you had... Uh, yeah, we'll get to that in a little bit. Thank you, MLK. Oh, yeah. For everything you, you did. Shout out. Shout out to MLK. Real one. So, MLK versus Malcolm X in a fight. Who you got? Malcolm. Malcolm. ML Malcolm versus. This could be very Malcolm <laughs> scary. Wherever we're going with uh, this, <laughs> yeah. Malcolm versus Prime Donnie T. Who you got? Malcolm. Donnie. Prime Donnie T. Malcolm. Like Donald's been old ever since I've been alive. So Malcolm. Right. Malcolm versus just... Prime George Washington. George Washington was how, a redheaded autistic man. So how tall? How tall, to how tall is Malcolm X? I need his height. I'm going Malcolm against Donald just because you can just sweep those st- stiff legs out of over oh, my He has got bone spurs. Take him down, boys. Yeah. He has to wear a certain thing. Malcolm to- X was 6'4". Ooh, George Washington was 6'3". Yeah, but I thought, I thought George was 6'4", too. But George I got, dude, was, I got, dude, George I got. was autistic. Yeah, I got George, bro. You know, bite that man with no teeth. He's gonna use his. He's gonna use his uh, slave teeth, There's bro. Some jokes there. I'm not gonna make. So, George, do you think if Malcolm there was might a have dog, particular hatred for George, though? That might be some oh, real sure. hatred there. For sure. Now, let me ask you, George Washington, if there was a tournament, a fighting tournament, of all the presidents. Do you think George would come out on top? No, we no, already said Abraham be, Lincoln would win. That man invented no, no shot. Teddy. Abraham Lincoln invented a move in wrestling called the choke slam, yeah, where he would he pick a human up the back and the throw them in. So did Ma- so did MLK. Wait, hold on. Abe Lincoln did. There's no way. Look it Abe up. Lincoln invented the throat smash in wrestling. Hundred percent. Throat smash or the choke? I can't slam? believe Abe Lincoln. Like throats. I forget. Look up the roadhouse. <laughs> look up his wrestling career. There's no shot that Abe Lincoln Abe was a wrestler. Lincoln wrestling career. Hundred percent. He was a he was a professional wrestler. He was he was good. He's like undefeated, damn near. Is this what they based the vampire hunting movie off of? No, that was based a- off a book. A- we a- also have definitely never talked about this. Well, we have. Teddy Roosevelt is winning that. President. Teddy was too short. Battle Royale. He had a dog. Dude, I got George, bro. Nah. Dude, nobody being George. Um. Give me, give me my boy. I got Barack W. I got Barack. Never count out W. W is elusive, man. You seen the way he dodges shoes? Mm. Think you can he's, got, he's got that ultra instinct in he him. He fast hands. He can Burr. dodge you quicker Burr. than anything. The story goes, after a little bit of back and forth between Armstrong and Lincoln, the latter began to dominate. The match concluded when Lincoln grabbed his opponent by the throat, <laughs> lifted him in the air, and after holding him there for a second, you guessed it, the store worker slammed Armstrong to the mat. He did create the choke slam, I guess. But that's crazy. He I picked a man up by his neck and I, slammed someone on the ground. I still got George Washington. Okay, dude, that that's actually nuts. There's no. Have we talked about this before? Uh. Uh-uh. Okay, good. Because I'm like, I would have definitely remembered this. this. Is news to me. Yeah. <laughs> Roadhouse. Did you see the remake of Roadhouse? What is, what is Roadhouse? Chuck Norris. The best. No, it's Patrick Swayze. 
Roadhouse? Yeah. Why oh, was, rounding and a roundhouse of the roundhouse yeah. kick. Why was Chuck Norris so like? He was a martial artist. Infamous. Yeah. Wasn't was infamous. Like, it was just people made memes of him. Because yeah. Chuck, oh, I didn't know if it Chuck was Norris like, can count to infinity and back twice. And all his movies and shows, he was practically invincible. Yeah. And so everyone really? made like okay. Except for his chest him. hair, he lost a fight because someone ripped his chest hair off. That's true. He lost to Bruce Lee, which makes sense. That's the best. Wait, so. Did Bruce Lee ever lose to Chuck Norris? It was a movie. It wasn't a real fight. Bruce Lee lost to the Yakuza. Yep. Bruce Lee would have lost to Mike Tyson, but in terms of martial arts, Mike Tyson versus Bruce Lee. I think oh, Mike man. Tyson. I, I, yeah, I mean, well, boxing versus martial yeah. arts. Are, are we talking about in a boxing match or an MMA? Like, I would say dude, any martial artist versus any boxer. In MMA, for sure. In boxing, yeah, they got no shot. I'm talking about like in a fist fight. I'm not Bro, talking about Bruce sanction. Bruce did the one inch punch to stop a man's heart. <laughs> <laughs> it was real. What? Watch Into the Dragon. I have. It's was a that great a real movie. like thing? Yeah, it was a real move. Yeah. Yeah, he hit you one right inch. in the middle of your chest. Apparently, your also he can replace a coin in your he, hand faster than you can so, close it, and so, people would close their hand. Thinking that they would keep him from swapping the coin, and they would look, and the coin has been replaced. And like, like, there's no way. True, hundred percent. This is some Chuck Norris shit. Yeah, Bruce Lee well, could Bruce do it. Bruce Lee did it first, but they believe like yeah. Abe Lincoln invented the choke slam. Bruce Lee invented the Demar Hamlin move. Yeah. So. Oh, no. no, he died though. Bruce the, Lee died. The Ronnie James move. Well, I'm just meaning like he made it a thing. He just made it. Stop. Yeah. What they believe happened was they rested his heart so much that his heart just stopped, and then he died. Bruce Lee? Yeah. Pretty sure he was, like, shot. No, his son was by oh, a prop oh. gun. Yeah, that was surely not fake. Or we we can go into that. That's long. He's an Asian. They died over there. That. All right. Well, my icebreaker for today <laughs> is I want you to tell me some – I've been thinking about this a lot. Um Give me a story. You might have said it on the podcast. You might not have said it on the podcast. That it's like, you cannot make this shit up. Like, it's just such a, like, crazy story that it's just like, or crazy, sad, however you want to take the question. Um, just like, give me your kind of story. Uh, that's just like, that shit's crazy. I'm going to go first. Um, I got a dog a little over a year ago, and I have a back little deck area. And over the summer, um, when I used to have a screen door, um, I would have the door open and the dog would go in and outside because she was a puppy and she wanted, uh, you know, it was cold. So it was winter time and stuff like that. So one time I came home after my, my client in the afternoon when I worked at that job at the time and I heard a bird. And my dog was freaking out. A bird flew into my house. Nice. So I was like, when the, because f- I left the back door of my accident. So I was like, that's crazy. Um, so I call my parents up. I'm like, there's a bird in my house. Like, what do we, what do we do here? Get and my dad was like, get it outside. Yeah. You get a broom and scare it. So I tried getting a broom to scare it. But my dog tried to kill it. So the dog is trying to actively kill the bird. The bird is scared, trying to get in between the fridge and the wall. Oh. I'm, I was going to open the door <laughs> to get the bird to fly out, but there's a puppy who's going to run around everywhere. So I had to get Persephone upstairs in her crate to get the bird out. Maybe a month goes by and... 
once again, uh, I left the back door outside for my dog. I was. Well, did you get it out? No, I got the bird out. No, I brought Persephone upstairs. She's in a crate. I get the bird out. Sounds like it's just Connor's negligence. <laughs> I I clean and I'm like, well, that's odd. I've never heard. I've been in a lot of homes where they keep the back door open for any length of time. Like my family was having parties. You just keep the door open if it's just a nice day outside. Like no birds flying inside. A month, about a week, week to a month goes by. I don't remember how long. I come home, my dog, I'm about to cook, you know, in the grill. I open the door up. I don't have a screen door. That's another story in of itself. Um, <laughs> and um, I go to use the restroom, letting the grill heat up. Uh, I thought he was talking about outside. I was like, you're just, you, you know, just free dangling on the porch. No, 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 no. I, I, I was like, hey, the grill's heating up. I'm going to leave the door open. Um, I'm not going to close it because Persephone might want to go into the back deck. I'll be gone for like, what, two minutes. Grill's heating up. I come inside. There's another There's another bird. <laughs> and it's not in. It's the, I, I come inside. Same bird? I, no, he's I, I, got vengeance. I, I go outside. I cook my meal. Persephone like disappears. I'm like, that's odd. Where'd my dog go? I go oh, upstairs. She, she got it. There's a bird in my room flying around. And I'm like, how in the world did a bird get in here? I was like, okay. So the door's already shut downstairs because I've already eaten. And I remember I went to my room and I heard it flying around because it's trying to avoid being murdered. So I opened the windows and the bird flies out. And I was like, this is the second bird that's been in my house. I think it's because your house is high on a hill. Maybe. But I call my dad up and I call my dad and I'm like, dad. You will not believe. He goes, there was another bird, wasn't there? I was like, yes. How are these birds getting in my house? Also getting it from like your room upstairs, downstairs, and yeah. outside, I bet I, it would be rough. I, I didn't have to do that. I opened my windows up in my room, and the bird pretty quickly left. But the first one, I thought the dog killed it. Nice. I like... I came inside and I found feathers on the ground and I was like, was there a bird in mm-hmm. here? And then I hear it flapping. It sounds like it's like slowly flap, like flapping slower, like it's like dying and I eventually got it out. But that's my story about like my time that I had a bird in my house twice, which if I had a nickel for every time I had a bird in my house, I'd have two nickels, which isn't a lot of money, but you'd boy, have you'd have a dime. I'd have two nickels and boy, um, I said nickels. Um, <laughs> boy, that's a lot of nickels for birds. All right, Avery, you want to go next? I don't even know how to start this one. You said crazy story. Yeah, like... No judgment here, right? Yeah, oh. for sure. Nah. Okay, so... Such an extreme. The year's like 2012. Okay. I think I'm at Hickory Grove at this point. Yeah, it was like my first year at Hickory Grove. And I'm walking home. It's like 3 o'clock. My mom's watching the news, and it's like breaking local news. And uh, it's a uh, missing persons, and it's a teenager who went to independence i forget no she went to independence um but she was missing and i didn't even know she was missing but apparently they found her and they found her body and this is grim she had center blocks tied to her ankles and she jumped in the pond then they showed her was it like a suicide or like yeah she, okay she, i didn't know if it was yeah. like a homicide yeah that's a dark homicide yeah well yeah yeah uh and then they showed her face and uh, I immediately walked out the house because my mom was like, you know that girl. I'm like, I don't know that girl. I was just playing dumb. In uh, seventh grade, I won't say her name, 
This girl was my classmate. No. And um This girl had a massive crush on me, but she was the lack of better words, the weird ugly girl. And I didn't want her to like me. And so for her to not like me, I had to be mean to her. And uh, I got her expelled. What? In middle school because I said that she was hiding drugs behind her glass eye. Avery. And um, no, no, this is a judgment zone. Absolutely. Away from me. I was hold getting on. sexually harassed. Hold on. Hold on. She got expelled for this? She got suspended. I never saw her again. She must have had drugs in that eye. She was like harassing me. She would like bring vodka and water balls and be like, let me suck that dick, little boy. No. Jail. You should have put that. Yeah. Say that. I'm telling the story, okay? He's adding it for dramatic effect. She would sit at my lunch table with my friends, and we're all a bunch of hood rats, hoodlums, just being stupid. And then she'd get mad when people make fun of her. And it's like, I'm not endorsing bullying, but... She went to another school. She got expelled. The reason she had a glass eye, and this is what she said, was her parent. She was an orphan from. Her parents were from Chernobyl. And the radioactivity affected their parents when they had kids. That's why she was missing an eye when she was born. So that makes it even Dude, worse. This story and, is um, nuts. I wasn't trying to be mean to her, but she was like harassing me. And like, I tried to play nice for so long. Like, Leave me alone. Stop talking to me. Because the girl I liked would always see her like walking next to me in school. I'm like, piss off. You know what I mean? Go away. And so like that. So what you're saying is. Well, listen, listen, listen. Years later, out of sight, out of mind. 2012. I thought she moved to a different state. She was just right down the road. before the cinder box or after the cinder box? No, what I just told you about was like middle school. I know. And now this is like 11th, 10th grade. Okay. Where the news came out. And the reason, this is so bad. I didn't mean to get so dark. She uh, killed herself was she was having sex with her foster parent and she got pregnant with them. And then all my friends said oh. I should have just slept with her so she wouldn't have killed herself. And they still haze me for that to this day for not giving up my seventh grade virginity to a Chernobyl baby. Holy shit. So you want to crazy that you got crazy. I could do another one. My, my childhood best friend from like kindergarten got cancer, thought he died. And like six years later, I saw him hooping in the YMCA. And like, I was like, I thought you died. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot to digest. Well, the cancer one, that's crazy. But like... I was trying to, you know... I <laughs> want you to know... Yeah, I can't wait for people to listen I, to this one. Yeah, when when you turn, made the twist of she was sleeping with her foster dad and got pregnant with him... Yeah. That's nuts. And you know what's worse is me getting bullied by my friend saying it's my no, fault. No, 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 no. You getting bullied was not worse... Then the girl committing suicide by cinder block. Don't. Well, compare. I'm not. I'm not victim blaming, shaming, or anything like that. I'm just saying, like, it wasn't very nice of my friends to make this about me. You might have also, you know, been a nice human being. I did try to be nice for a while. I was also 11, so let's relax. <laughs> you cannot be mad at Dude, me. That's I, see, that's why nuts. I didn't want to tell this story because that's nuts. 
I would have never. Dude, that's yeah. crazy. All right. It's messed up for people to say it's my fault, though. It's not my fault. How is it my fault uh, four <laughs> years later that she slept with her stepdad? Or no, her. her no, okay. No. I, I think that it was a snowball effect. Now, you might have been one of the pieces of snow that was in the snowball. I would have been the one in the lake. If So, no, I need you to be serious with me. Because sometimes I know you exaggerate stories in order for dramatic effect. Did you get this girl suspended? For harassment, but she didn't get expelled. Okay. She was like in ISS for like a week and left me alone after that. Okay, okay. She because because right. she got expelled. Because if, if you got expelled and this girl's trajectory of no. life is just going to drastically well, change because Avery did something. So she did have drugs, but they weren't behind her eye. But there was a rumor that she did hide things in her eye. Yeah, she wasn't getting suspended. And she had vodka week. in her water bottles all the time. No, she got caught with something. She got suspended. No, she had, oh, yeah. she had like weed. Yeah. In vodka. and Not in the eye, though. Not in the eye. That would burn. Yeah. I think. I don't know. Yeah, I, I wouldn't know. Yeah, so imagine me telling my mom that. Because <laughs> my mom was involved in the parent-teacher conference about them putting the girl in a different class and everything of that nature. So That's crazy. Because I really was getting harassed. I'm not going to lie. It wasn't like just being mean. It was like. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Crazy story. Yeah, that's whoever I listens think might take the cake. Whoever listens, yeah, follow that one up. Yeah, I don't think <laughs> who, I'm gonna who, be able to. Do that yeah, one. what a gloomy, doomy story to tell. Whoever listens to the show, don't judge me. You don't know me. Yeah. You never had a Chernobyl <laughs> baby with a glass eye sexually harassing you. <laughs> um. All right. So. What are you laughing? So. <laughs> <laughs> that's so crazy of a story. I've never. I don't know if I've ever heard that one. Good luck following that yeah. one up. So this is... It's just my you luck. Definitely, you definitely know this story, it, but I don't know if I've ever said it on the show. This is going to be the story of my first semester at Garinger. Mm. So about... Like brand... So this is my first semester at Garinger. Brand new to teaching. The year's 2019. Before COVID happened. Um, literally within a month of being there. There was a kid who got hit by a car at the crosswalk at Garinger. And so we're already one month in, two months in, there's already a kid that's gone. Oh, and they so, died? Yeah, yeah. They got hit. And, in and the died. crosswalk? Apparently, so. That man was moving. No. <laughs> not fast enough, apparently. <laughs> I was talking about the car, oh, not the no, child. Apparently, oh. it was. So I think the problem was is that it wasn't at the crosswalk. So they like oh, jaywalking. Yeah, they were jaywalking, and then that's okay. It, you can murder someone for jaywalking. It's all right. No, no. <laughs> I I know that you're joking, but like you know the the audience doesn't know that you're joking. I am joking. Yeah, I do not condone murder. But so that's not even the craziest story. The crazy story is, is that probably in October of that same year, this is still the first semester I've been teaching for now two, three months. We get an alert on a Friday that a teacher was having sex with the student. And Mm. this student was a football player and the teacher was old, like (laughs) 65, 70, like looked like a pumpkin it was a crazy <laughs> so she was not who i would expected that to be but i'm like holy shit like that's this is the first scandal that i've been a part of you got really introduced to the new school yeah 
So one kid's already dead. Looked and like then you got one kid sleeping with the teacher or a teacher sleeping with a student. And so th- that happens on a Friday. We hear that she got bailed out. So then on Monday happens and Monday we show up to school and during first block, we're about halfway through first block and we get put on lockdown. And at first it's a real lockdown. So people are like, oh shit, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? And next thing you know, we hear through the grapevine um, that the, the daughter of the teacher who slept with the student called the school and said, you need to be put on lockdown ASAP because the guns, my mom's guns missing from the safe. So we have no idea where this woman is. We don't know if she's at the school. We don't know if she's going to be on the school. We just know that she has a gun somewhere. We don't know where she's at. So we, so hours go by. So probably about three hours go by. We're still in first block because when you're on lockdown, you can't move. Um, and next thing you know, we get taken off lockdown and we get here through the grapevine by, by the end of this, that there was a police standoff at the teachers who slept with the student's house. And so we're like, what the hell happened at this standoff? Well, apparently what had happened was is that the teacher in her rage had sent a suicide note Mm. to one of my good, turned out to be one of my good friends at the school. Um, And she ended up in the suicide note was kind of confessing. It was very cryptic. So nobody knew kind of what she was doing until afterwards, but she was essentially confessing to what happened, which was she killed her husband and then killed herself. And uh, that the police found out. And it was like the, when the police came in, it wasn't like a shootout, but they, she was barricaded in. So when they finally came in, apparently she had killed the husband the night before. In that morning, she had killed herself. Um, but the cra- also a crazy part of the story is crazy stuff. is that the only time that I had ever come into contact with this lady is my, my freshman year. There or my freshman year, the first year I was there. That yeah. earlier, that happened in like October. In like September, we had a homecoming game at uh, Geringer, and at this pep rally. We had a staff versus staff uh, tug of war. And she was like the, like, you know, the staff mom. And she gave everybody on me and Roger's teams shirts and socks and all these things. And so. Do you still have them? I, I might. I still might have them somewhere. But so when me and Rogers found out, apparently her MO was giving gifts to her victims. Oh, y'all were next. And so <laughs> and so she she her MO was oh my giving God. gifts for victims because the guy that she had slept with that was on the football team, um, he like she he was kind of like a poor Garinger kid who wanted to play college ball. And so she would like pay for his trips and then pay for phones and pay for cleats and pay for this. And as time went on, it was like a, Oh, I'll do this out of the kindness of my heart. And then as time went on, it was like, Oh, well I'll go with you and we'll stay in the hotel together, but we'll be in separate beds. And then as time went on more, it was like, 
oh, well, I'm paying for all this stuff. Like if, if you, if I'm going to do this, I need something in return. And that's kind of how she like uh, conned him into that's grimy. But I also heard, and this makes the story. Y'all are worse. disgusting. I talked about birds flying. I in didn't my house. do anything. Y'all talking no, about this is death, even worse. suicide. So, he said crazy stories. So the, the worst part about it is that the kid at one point wanted to go to the police and was like, this isn't right. But apparently the the lady was like, at the end of the day, who are they going to believe, an old white woman or a young black man? Well, and so she oh was going, yeah, so she was going to claim rape oh if this guy went to the police. Yeah, dude. Also, your mic's down, so they have yeah, no idea what you're I had to put the saying. mic down. To, this is like some Hallmark movie shit. Yeah, dude. So, but long story short. Is he okay? Is he alive? Yeah, he is. He he ended up going to college football. Oh, good, um, good He went for to Lenore Ryan. Um, mm. But he, uh, so it was one of those things where during that three-day period where, like, she got bailed out. When we found, found out that gifts were, like, her M.O., me and Rogers looked at each other and we're like, should we turn this in as evidence? Like, <laughs> were we next? Like, we we were all types of confused. Throw that away. Yeah. Y'all, ghost of her living in this house. That might have been who we've been hearing at night. Yeah, you might be right. We don't hear, we don't hear ghosts any, right. anymore. Talking about people hearing ghosts. Wait, one more question. Oh, I had the best. I was waiting for a, a, oh, a lob from D. Wade. A lob from Miller. Oh, I forgot now. Never mind. I ruined it. Was it the story about the the teacher? Are you going to ask me about that? Yeah. Did she have a funeral? She did, I think. Is the daughter but, okay? So the daughter... So apparently the Sorry. daughter... Like, one of the teachers that I still remain in touch with is still, like, friends on Facebook with the daughter. But every time that it's, like, Father's Day, she always is like, my dad, daddy, blah, blah, blah. And then on Mother's Day, you ain't getting she, ne- she never, Nothing. she never res- says that it's her mom. She calls her by her first name. I can't blame her. Yeah. I, yeah, for real. I mean, you think about it from a daughter's perspective in literally one day you go from having two happy, healthy parents to I mean, like, not happy, but like you go from the one dad day was happy, happy probably yeah, as far as she knew. Yeah. You go from it's like you didn't even know your mom. You, know, you have no parent, you have no mom, no dad. It as crazy as it sounds, I don't know why my brain went there, but it's kind of like that, uh, like a Chris Benoit situation. Yeah, it is. Um, you know, straight up, except but, the kid survived. Well, Chris Benoit Jr. is still around. Oh, but the younger one is mm. dead. Rest uh, in peace. RP. That shit was crazy. Chris Benoit. That was my dad's favorite wrestler. Yeah, I mean, dude, he, he was next. Nobody knew that he was really the first one in my mind that like really showed the effects of CTE. Yeah. All right, go ahead. Sorry. Speaking of ghosts, I was gonna say. Speaking of seeing ghosts, Dak Prescott and Jalen Hurts uh, did not do well, uh, along with Joe Flacco. But apparently, Joe Flacco's receivers weren't doing a very good job. Um. But that was my that was going to be my nice segue. Yeah. But that's ruined. We segued. Uh, we did. We made it. Um, <laughs> what a what a way to start. <laughs> I would like to talk a little bit about narratives this year. Um, the NFL scriptwriters have done an amazing job this year. 
Um, after oh. watching the first set of games, um, I want to say a few things with what I've seen. Um, this year, I took a seat back from football. Um, I didn't really play fantasy that much. Recovering from a bad divorce in a fantasy football league. Um, needed a year. Um, but I, I sat back and I got to watch football unobserved because my team blew. Panthers will make me commit suicide someday, I'm sure. Whoa. Um, too, way too soon, Connor. Yeah. Way too soon. Uh, on these jokes, I guess. The um, I want to say, putting my feelings aside about C.J. Shroud. We've been talking about their... Uh, we talked all year about young quarterbacks that don't have that dog in them. Jordan Love, C.J. Stroud, we are in good hands. Um, Jordan Love looked great out there. C.J. Stroud looked great out there. Um, say what you want about Dak and Jalen Hurts, but Baker Mayfield winning as well. Like these, one of them was on the Panthers. One of them potentially could have been on the Panthers. So we're all just living the best life yeah, out here. Baker was not doing well on the Panthers. They had that man apparently doing first team defense reps in a red jersey, bro. The Panthers should not yeah. exist. There's a, really? there's a clip there's of them a... lining up as scout defensive line for the O-line because for some reason yeah, I don't know he what... was lined up in a three-point stance with I, an edge rusher with the red jersey on. I don't I don't know. I don't know. I'm hoping that he was like, this would be funny if I did this. That's like Matt Rule, bro. Yeah, Matt Rule said, put the QB as D-line. But let's let's let me get your takeaways. I mean, of course, Miami and all that. We'll talk about it. But we just talked about all the narratives this year of not having good quarterbacks. But seeing two young ones come out, I was like, all right, we got hope. Um, I I think that my biggest takeaway from Wild Card Weekend was like the storylines, kind of like narratives. But for me, this was a week of you know Mike McCarthy going like playing his old team. You had. Jared Goff and Matthew Stafford, who were going against one another, who, like, they got traded for one another. So, it was Matthew Stafford going back to Detroit. Um, you also had – what was the other big uh, big one? Oh, Tyreek Hill going back to the Chiefs. So, like, yes, I a lot of the games were lackluster. Um, the Text. one thing that I will give that is that, like, there was a lot of uh, like a lot of upsets. So like you had the Packers beating the Cowboys. I don't which, think there was any upsets actually. You didn't think Packers that the Packers the beating the Cowboys? Seven seed. So, I mean, it's let me upset. let me explain. Okay, let me explain. This podcast respectively said, maybe not the Dallas one, but we called the Eagles and said the Eagles are a dead team walking. Avery said that they need to. They're going to go in and get. We were going to talk about that. We we're like, Tampa Bay can beat the Eagles. We didn't say that they were going to. We said this is not out of the realm of possibility. Yeah. Number one. Number two, the Texans beating the Browns. Yes. Once again, on this podcast, Avery All Credit did say, hey, Joe Flacco is going to come to a wall here. Like, this is real. Yeah, he's been great, but there's going to be issues. Yes, they all said their defense was hurt. There was a few other problems going on with the Browns. And, of course, they didn't have their star quarterback, so up in the air, but the Texans look great. They were a young fire team. We were talking about how great they were. Also, this is not something... Dallas does this every... For the last, like, three, four years. They go to the playoffs. 26 years. And they get demolished. Yeah. Last year, Aaron Rodgers beat the Cowboys. 
No, it was in San Francisco. Yeah, I was about to San Francisco beat the Cowboys. San Francisco didn't look good, but they win. The Cowboys, I mean, it was like, what, a low-scoring game, wasn't it? It wasn't like a shootout. It was like, what? Think the, you know. No, the I, Cowboys, like, got destroyed by the Niners last year, didn't they? No, no. That was the Zeke, like. That was two years ago. That, yeah, last year was when Zeke was the center on the last uh, play. Yeah, it was oh, yeah. stupid. And then two years ago was when uh, they were driving and Dak ran out of time as time expired. Yeah. And they were talking about the line judge. So, like, yes, I will say that the Cowboys, I was somewhat surprised that they lost in the fashion that they did. But the Packers are 7-0, and I believe, in their stadium. The Packers. Oh yeah, they, the Packers have, have not a, like lost in the oh, last like in Dallas. A- yeah, and I'm gonna say this as well. I think Jordan Love proves somewhat that Aaron Rodgers is a bit of a diva because he talked about how his team had no weapons. He didn't have anything. He complained. Jordan Love comes in. Last year wasn't that great. Had flashes. Practically same team. You know some changes. Comes in here and demolishes the first team offense. The, the the best offensive team in the NFL. They get murdered by the Green Bay Packers. And I want to give them a credit because I did not think Green Bay was going to do well. But I mean, was I surprised? Yes, by the score, but not by them losing. Because am I wrong? The Cowboys do this what every no, year. I, I I do agree with you. I I thought that the Cowboys were going to win Week One. I thought that they were going to beat the Packers. Um, to be honest with you, as a 49ers fan looking ahead to the Packers 49ers. Now, I don't want to overlook anyone because I think that that's a dangerous game. The Cowboys overlooked the Packers. I, I would promise lo- you. I would love. I'm glad that we got the Packers um, because yeah, they still can't stop the run. Yeah. I I don't I don't think I don't think that the Packers. I to be honest with you, in this this isn't from a 49ers perspective. This is from just me personally, I think that Jordan Love is decent, but Jordan Love has been very hot and cold. He's going to see ghosts against 49ers. Now, Brock Purdy, I've said on the show many times that Brock Purdy is the epitome of streaky. He's the epitome of hot and cold. But I think that Jordan Love, when he goes against a legit defense, and don't get me wrong, Cowboys, we thought – were a legit defense. They got out schemed and out coached in every level. Well, but I be- also the majority of the the majority of the Cowboys turnovers this season have been opportunity turnovers, mm-hmm. not forced turnovers. Uh, it's not yeah. them making a play against the opposing team. It's been, hey, look what I found. It's a football directly in my lap. Yeah, like the 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 guy who Deron Bland. Yeah, Deron Bland. Like. A lot of those pick Tip sixes drills. that he's had have been pick drills or have been maybe you made a slight play on the ball and maybe you had to kind of jump the route slightly, but it wasn't you you went made a perfect read, perfect scheme, everything. Yeah. So I think that Cowboys, it's a bad look for the Cowboys. I will not deny that. They got They were the worst for, losers out of all of this. Yeah, yeah. For for anybody who didn't watch the game. Don't let the score fool you. It looked like a two a two possession game. It was. It was not a two possession game. You can the 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 one thing that someone broke down was you the Cowboys. The, the yeah. Cowboys defense has not played good in man to man coverage this year. 
what do the Packers play? They played man to man. Yeah. My uh they said Jair Alexander run no. out the so no. Yeah, I was about to say, so you're Packers, mixed up. Played all, Packers all play zone. predominantly zone, no, 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 and the no. Cowboys have been the best man-to-man defense all I, season. But what I'm saying is, is that that's why they got cooked. They, the Packers, they Jair Alexander was just a good matchup against Micah Parsons. I think he played really well. Like they were talking about, like the Packers wide receivers did way better on. Dude, what are you uh, talking about? You just said Jair Alexander was a matchup for Micah my Parsons. My bad. The, I'm. <laughs> Hold on. You're good. Regroup. The Packers. I don't know if it's out scheming. CD Lamb was a good matchup for my, my bad. Jair my, Alexander. Maybe. What I'm okay. saying is like the Packers matched up well against the Cowboys yeah, in like no. a sense of like if the Cowboys played, I think Tampa Bay or like literally any other team you possibly could have. Um, if they even play Tampa Bay, yeah, in their the pa- the Packers zone lockdown. Yeah, the, that's what I'm saying. Cowboys My bad. Receivers. I was I was saying that the yeah, if that yeah. was the worst draw they could have gotten of my uh, my offense is stopped by your defense, and you prove pretty quickly. I do not care how good your offense is, if your defense can't stop anybody on the other side of the ball, you are not winning a game. Yeah, I think that's I think that's clear. Now, I I will say to me this was a shock because I mean. To me, I hate the, the Cowboys. Cow- the Cowboys were the high-powered offense. You put that in right. Uh, the Cowboys had a good defense going into it. And, like, whether it's said or not, you said the stat about uh, Green Bay in AT&T Stadium, but the Cowboys had not lost at home a single time this season. And the Green Bay Packers came in and said, "Yeah, here's so one more for you. Packers won 48-32. Yeah, and so Browns, it was crazy. Browns Texans was a uh, blowout, forty-five to fourteen. Yeah, I you you're a you're an AFC North aficionado. What like yeah the Bills it, from from what I saw in my limited seeing of it, the I saw in my ten minutes of watching it, ten football minutes of watching it. I saw at least five drops by Browns receivers. That's not normal, but and I know that and I know that Joe Flacco had some ugly picks. But what happened in terms of like the Browns defense? Were they as injured as people say? Like what's yeah? They're what injured. Happened? They're, they're injured. missing uh, most of their two of their corners. Yeah, in like a linebacker and a safety. They yeah. they can't stop anything via air anymore. And they played. Man coverage, but when you couldn't stop their run game of the Texans, they were getting like six yards of carry. Yeah. Opening up the pass game, and you play man-to-man, C.J. Stroud, you saw what he was doing. This is the Deshaun Watson. Hey. And Joe Flacco, uh, the Browns have led the league in turnovers this season, regardless of who's at quarterback. So, like – Like, they they're, they're the ones who are giving up the ball. Their offense, yeah. Okay, I didn't the, I didn't know if you meant like yeah. they were, were no, intercepting. No. Their the offense ball. has led the league in turnovers. So like once they once he threw that first pick six, it was wraps. Yeah, like Joe Flacco wasn't coming back, and they just stood on the gas pedal. So oh, hold on. Before we move on, I do have a question, Mike McCarthy. What do you feel? Fire I, him. I, I dude. Unless I, they can get Bill. They'll fire him. I mean, they'll keep him. Unless yeah. they get Bill. Like, dude, he went 12 and 5 who... three years straight. Yeah. You either get Vrabel or Bill. If not, you keep him. Yeah, I agree. I am, I agree. I am going to fire s- him for. I am going to say that 
in my opinion, this is the same thing that I've seen argued with the Steelers, and this is, I don't want to anger Avery. In a few organizations, in a few organizations, a very select few, there's maybe three. The Steelers, the Cowboys, and the Patriots have won enough in their history that just being a good co- good coach and bringing your team to victories is not good enough. You need to be either making it to the playoffs, running it deep, or going to a Super Bowl. The Patriots did it for years with Bill. The Steelers do it constantly with Mike Tomlin. There do is we? questions if Mike Tomlin need to bring him to the promised land again. Was like, do we? We haven't won a playoff game since 2016. Well, that's what I'm saying is that, like, I'm saying that Mike Tomlin. That's not actually. We're talking. We're, we should be talking about Tomlin. Is his? I mean, they, he walked out of the interview with the question. Well, he's, of the, he's coming back next year. You know. So here's the thing. Here, I, here's my problem, is that I think that we have this, this, uh, and I love you, mean it, Connor, but I think that Connor's kind of a, a victim of it, of like, it's, oh, our person is are performing. Fire him. Get somebody else in. No. But if I, you look at the pool. Like, yes, you got Bill. Yes, you got Vrabel. You got Ben Johnson, who is unproven as a head coach. You got Harbaugh. Don't get me wrong. I think Harbaugh's a great head coach. You know how I feel about Harbaugh. But, like, Which Harbaugh? he's been uh, – Jim. Jim Harbaugh. Okay. Like, he's been in col- – he's been in college for – out of his 38-year career, he's been in college for 16 of it. So, like – I don't know, like, who's going to take the mantle and take them to the promised land? Because I don't know who it, who it would be. Yeah. Um, I apologize if it seemed like I'm coming off as someone who wants a turnover immediately of a new coach. I, I'm not arguing for that in sense of if the Cowboys were rebuilding and Mike McCarthy has been leading them to, to years where they've been successful. But you have to remember, Mike McCarthy stepped into this team while, like, you know, one year Dak got hurt, so they didn't do well. Like, Mike they, McCarthy came they still in. still went 12-5. and five. Yeah, like, Mike McCarthy came into a good team. With and, Cooper Rush. And I think that this is my issue. Was Mike McCarthy out-schemed in his game? Yes or no? Yeah. Yes. This is the second year you have gone double-digit wins. You've gone to third year. You've gone to the Super Bowl. You know, Super Bowl. You've gone to the playoffs, and you've been outcoached every single time. I mean... and Hold on. I get that. I'm saying that if I'm Jerry Jones, I'm looking at Mike McCarthy and going, you can bring me to the dance, but if you can't deliver while I'm there, I'm not keeping you. Because... That's the thing. Is Jerry Jones did the same... It doesn't matter who the coach is because they're never going to win with Jerry, Jerry running the team. It's I, Jerry Jones. So firing him does nothing. I understand. So you do. I saw. I saw something today where it's not Mike McCarthy, it's Jerry Jones' ass. Who it for any other team? And don't get me wrong, the Cowboys are. It's kind of like what you said. The Cowboys, the Steelers. These these are like, legacy. These are legacy. Forty Niners, I would say, is legacy. Forty Niners. But here's yeah. my thing: is that if you went to the Panthers. And had three 12 and five seasons, you would not be worried no, about your job. Yes, this is this is. But Jerry Jones is the problem. Mike McCarthy should not be on the hot seat for three 12 and five seasons. Now, I get your point. He got out coached. I get it. Three years in a row. But it's not his fault that his receivers can't get open. 
He's not the one who's laying down the hits. He's not the one who's calling the defensive plays. He's not plays. throwing pick sixes He's either. He's not the one throwing two Dak, pick sixes. Dak Prescott had the lowest amount of interceptions he had all year in his career. With nine. Yes, with nine. How many Josh Allen have? Uh, he well, led don't the, get me wrong. Uh, led the Josh league. Allen's not sure. You know, he led the league. Are but you talking about the in the game? Time, Dak Zero. Prescott was still in MVP race territory of like potential at one point. We talked about it on the show. You, Micah Parsons, considered elite. You know, gets gets hurt. Um, CD Lamb is breaking every Cowboys record out there. Like his team is good. So ultimately, here's my question: If it's Jerry Jones's fault, then then yes, I believe that some of it does go down to Jerry. But you have an absolutely stacked team, and Jerry, I think, to his defense, I'm going to come to his defense right now. From what I have heard. He is getting less and less strict. He's still more strict than most. But even Jerry is like, I'm getting older. I need to be stepping back more. Now, I give Mike McCarthy another year. But if Bill Belichick's available... Is Jerry Jones still the GM? Yes. Uh, his son technically is. It's them. But they say that his father has influence. But his son does come out and say, I have more of a say now. So, like... You're, somebody who has ownership... Should not be the GM of your he team. He won. He won back in the day, though. That's why he wants that power. I'm. I'm. Just I, move on. I Just agree with you that it's on. his fault, but his team is good, is it not? It's he's yes, cre- he's but- created the standard for his team, and if they don't deliver in one year, everybody's like. Fire everybody. Fire them. Fire everybody. But it's just like you're never gonna win if you're in a constant turntable of yeah. coaching and culture. The Cowboys it's the had same thing. It's the same thing right now for the Eagles. And we can go on to the Eagles game. The yeah. Eagles lost to the Bucks, And because the Eagles have had this nine. culture of winning, people and you could say the same thing about the Steelers in just a little bit too. Like people are like, fire the head coach. Fire what's his name? Stefanski? Yeah. No, so, that's Sirianni. Fire Sirianni because he they he got he got obliterated. Don't get me wrong. You are correct that the Eagles were a dead man walking. I don't know what the hell happened, I what don't kind know of drugs they that they took, <laughs> but it turned them into a zombie. Like they went from ten and one to what was it by the end of it? Like ten oh, and eight or something like 12 that. Twelve and five. Twelve twelve and five, something like that. So I don't know. It was just like one of those things where like Or eleven and six, one of them. But still, the fact remains. Now, I know what you're gonna say, like the Cowboys they haven't made it to the dance in a while. Whereas Sirianni, yeah, Sirianni made it to the Super Bowl. They lost, but he they, made it to the Super Bowl. They won one Super Bowl with him, correct? No, no that was Doug no, Peterson. That was, that was Doug, Doug Peterson. Peterson. That's right. Yeah. Okay. But I don't know. I he's done a great job. I just don't think that like if you get if you have a coach, and I I understand that it's one of those where it's like you got people who are. You, you feel like you got the these people who could elevate you to the next level. And if that's the case, great. But the amount of people that are going to take a 12-5 and five team or a 12-6 and six team to the Super Bowl and elevate them even higher, elevate the Eagles from a 11-7 and seven team or a 12-6 and six team and take them to the Super Bowl, like that's going to be very few and – Few and far between. So, like, don't 
don't try to fix something that ain't broke. I don't. No, I think that with Nick Sirianni, the argument could be made that he himself was not the best coach, but his coordinators were. Because I think I read some stat that they the Eagles ran 624 certain types of plays, the same type of play, like a slant or something. They had a combined negative 21 yards for all of those types of plays. So, like, it's some crazy stat like that. So, I do think... We talk about all the time of bringing in offensive coordinators and defensive coordinators. I do think if someone's getting fired, Dan Quinn is getting fired in, 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 in the Cowboys. He's leaving anyways. Yeah. Dude, Dan Quinn should be arguably a head coach somewhere. I think he's going to go to Seattle. Yeah, that'd be, that makes sense. I think he's going to Seattle. Um, but I mean, let's talk about this real fast, though. I think this well, hold is. On. I want to hear. I want to hear Avery's. I want to hear Avery's. On what? The Eagles? Uh, Eagles. Uh, they just never adjusted. Yeah, like they have the personnel. They had the, the. They just never adjusted to what was killing them the whole time. Hey, also With, shout out to Jason Kelsey retiring, re- retiring Hall of Fame career. Yeah, um, I saw something in. I saw something. And I want to hear y'all's opinion on it. Of like, do you you think he's Hall of Fame for sure? Absolutely. Like, yeah, I, I agree. I it he's five time All Pro, seven time Pro Bowler. Um, he has I think one that Super Bowl he, win. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think he's like played twelve, thirteen seasons. So like, I think for he his had, to me, he has in in his in resume. his in his position. Yeah, he's probably I, the best center. In yeah, a long time. I I think yeah. it's the best centers are the ones Since that you Jeff Saturday to me. Yeah, it, it it sucks, but being on the line, the best linemen are the ones you don't really know because they do their job well enough that they're not being talked about. Like Jason yeah. Kelsey did such a good job that it's like took him forever to be like. Yeah. It takes. I think it takes linemen a long time to gain recognition. Also, like, and it's good that he has it. People forget the reason why the tush push is because is him. available. Jason Kelsey is because of Jason Kelsey, yeah. and they got stopped on it in that game. Yeah. To to talk about the game itself, like the the Pirates, like the booty, the Buccaneers, like if you watched it, they're the number they blitz the most out of any team in the league. Good. And the Eagles are the worst at picking up the blitz. It also didn't help that A.J. Brown was out. Yeah, and it's like... The Eagles the are e- hurt some. The yeah. Eagles never adjusted, and it's like they didn't pick up one blitz, and then they wonder why they lose. And it goes back to their court losing their coordinators, which helped them a lot. But, like, since the beginning of the year, they were just scraping by and having gutsy wins, yeah. and then it just ran out. Yeah. Do you... Speaking of adjustments, for the Chiefs... Uh, Dolphins. Dolphins, and even for the Pittsburgh... In the in the Steelers in the Bills game, uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, how are you feeling about those games? I mean, like, how would you scheme for the type of wins that you saw and like the weather and stuff like that? Like, no, do you they think they? The game. Well, I'm talking about. Well, yes, I think that was lame. But I'm talking about for Tyreek Hill and the Chiefs, where like they literally would take a bottle out of the refrigerator and it would freeze instantly. I mean, so, how do you I think that wear a ski suit. Yeah, for the Chiefs, I think that this boiled down to. Speed doesn't work well in the cold, and so Tyreek Hill did okay. Jalen Waddle was kind of silent for the most part. Um, Tua couldn't play; he didn't play Tua, good. Tua couldn't play well, but I think that it came down to who do you have as your running backs? And Raheem Mostert, once again, speed guy. Yeah. Um, and I think that, like, you go from Miami, where it's tropical paradise, it's like to 70. go to Kansas City. Which the game temperature was like you mean seven, <laughs> and the wind chill was like minus twenty or something it was like minus that. Minus twenty two. 
Yeah, so that's like, not that cold. That just feels like sandpaper on your you, face. You have Isaiah Pacheco, who like runs like an runs, angry toddler. Yeah, runs like he's running through like a wall. He needs to put Lightning McQueen McQueen Crocs on and say "Kachow" as he demolishes grown <laughs> men. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I I thought that the Chiefs looked good. Um, Are they back? We talked about the their Chiefs offense being dead. started to come together. I I think going to the Bills, uh, so the Bills beat the Steelers. I think that not in my ahead, Madden game. The Bills Chiefs game is going to be a very yeah very interesting matchup because it's two teams that don't have at in my opinion they don't have an identity. They don't know. They've had this legacy of. Chiefs are the Super Bowl champions. That Josh Allen and the Bills are like the we're two up. years removed from one overtime, a one overtime drive away from yeah. making it to the Super Bowl. Gabe uh, Davis or dude. making it to the AFC Championship, the, and so it's just one of those things where it's like this is going to be yeah. an interesting week, and we're going to see either one team is on find the it. road for the first time. Yeah, and that's that's the crazy part, too, is this is really the first that. time in the entire six-year career of Patrick Mahomes um, that he's on the road. Now, I will tell you, another thing that's crazy to me, I don't know if you've seen these stats, but Patrick Mahomes is in his sixth year as a starter. He right now is 12 and four as in the playoffs nice right now he has he is one away from big ben in terms of playoff wins he's one away in terms of brett Favre in playoff wins he's one away you're looking at the lebron james of football we had tom brady who was michael jordan and then we very quickly got patrick and i guarantee I you i can see it and i guarantee you analogy and i guarantee you in 10 years um I'll be talking to some young kid or some young person who's probably in their 20s, in my 30s, good God, and go like, yeah, Patrick Mahomes is the greatest quarterback of all time. He won, like, what, five rings? And I'd be like, Brady won six. And he's just like, seven. 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 And then, well, do you really count the spy gate? Which but, one? Yeah. I don't count. Flight gate, It'll be a cold gate. day in hell when I realize they beat the Panthers. <laughs> Brady's got Damn, six. John Casey. Um, but, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's it's it's. I mean, can you say with certainty right now that that man's not couldn't go to the Hall of Fame if he retired tomorrow? I mean, I think that that's a little. Bit How many too Super Bowl early. wins he has? Two. I mean, two. How many Super Bowl appearances does he have? He's also only been a starter for six years. If you've been to the Super Bowl more often than Steph Curry can make a three in your career, you are doing something well. What? Steph Curry has like a. What forty five percent chance of shooting a three point shot at any point? Okay, we're talking about two different. I understand. Sports. Patrick Mahomes has been to the Super Bowl ninety, dang near ninety percent of his career. Yeah, that's that's crazy. That's fifty percent. Hey, how many Super Bowls he's been to? Three out of his six years. I thought he's been to. He's been his first year doesn't count because he was a, he was the he was behind and they didn't um, go to the Alex, Super Bowl. Alex Smith. His first year he went he lost to Brady. In the wild card. First year, he beat the Niners. Second year, he lost to Brady. And then third year, he beat, he the, beat Eagles. the Eagles. And and then he lost to the Bucks. So he's been in the Super Bowl. Four times. Four times you're, in six years. Oh, Are we also, you're talking up? about Brady again. Sorry. He, him losing to Brady the first time was in the AFC Championship yeah, when he was still right. with the Pats. Yeah. Three, still three times. Still yeah. three times. Yeah. Okay. He's two and one. But... I think 
let's talk about the Bills. Let's talk about the Steelers. Um, got any? Uh, I mean, we killed any shot we had in the first quarter with the two yeah. turnovers. And when they started to fight back, it was just too little too late. Mason, they, they fought. I'm okay. They fought. They yeah. tried. But here's the thing is that even them – getting to that spot yeah is remarkable i i mean with all the ups and downs of this season uh i mean people the oc you're on the third you're yeah. on your third quarterback right o, now yeah oc third quarterback. you are the 49ers mason getting like tossed to the side and then all right i guess we'll use you and then yeah. he goes three and oh like i'm yeah he got his flowers he he played good other than the first quarter he played really well i think like the interception kind of was the killer at the end of the first quarter yeah um don't know where we go from here. Um, I was very upset watching the game. Just Who not you... not even upset. I was just, like, disappointed. I even said last night, like, just put up a fight. And when it started putting up a fight and they made it a one-score game, I was happy. Yeah. But there's just, with all the injuries the Bills had and all the injuries we have on our defense, like, couldn't stop Josh Allen. He's a freak. Like, there's literally nothing Dude, we could Josh do. Josh Allen's run was crazy. So, I saw that again, and someone was saying he was doing, like, a fake slide. Don't know about that. I think it was just white boy didn't know what to do. Yeah. Like hit a he really hit a really weird juke because he assumed he had to slide. But that uh that last tackle, me and my dad were talking about it today. That one Minka missed where they scored that touchdown. Yeah. The reason he didn't finish the tackle was he was playing that was his broken hand that he couldn't wrap him up with. Mm. So it's just like we were battered playing and hard. torn, but yeah. it was winnable. They just they killed themselves in the first quarter. Yeah. The the fumble and then the interception. And I do think they should have called a penalty on that fourth down play, but with George Pickens? Yeah. Yeah. It is what he, it is. He definitely looked like he was that was he, yeah. was, held he was definitely held on his shoulder sure. pad in his head. Yeah. But whatever. Like I uh, good for the Bills. Like I'm not upset. Like I'm just happy to be there. You I say, know. yeah. The Steelers making it is a success. I yeah. mean, you you said it last night. Like I think like, the Steelers getting there was playing with house money. Yeah. Like, you didn't really expect to be there. You're happy you're there. The, so, anything beyond yeah. that and, is, and is And that's the thing. And, like, Pittsburgh, people are, like, ready to run Mike out of town. And I'm just like, dude, you don't realize, like, any other coach, this team would not be in this. Oh, right 100%. Now. Like, we, like I told you, we literally had Amazon workers playing defense in the wild card round at yeah. linebacker. Yeah. Making a difference. And it's just like, other coaches are great, but it's like, you don't know what you have till it's gone. Just get Mike a good coaching staff and a quarterback, and we might be cooking. Yeah. Honestly. No, 100%. I was talking to Dad. I was like, I want them to do like a Rams and say, screw them picks and get in the first five picks and draft a quarterback or like get Kirk Cousins or something. The wild statement. I want Kirk. The wild fact that I heard was the Falcons trade their first overall pick to the Bears to get Justin Fields. They bring in Bill Belichick, so the Bears have the – They'll have the first pick, the eighth pick, and the ninth pick if they pull that off this year's draft. So Three th- rounds in the top ten. They'll have our pick at first. Oh. They'll have the – if they trade with the Falcons, they'll either have eight or nine, and the Bears are right behind them. Like the Falcons are in talks of grabbing Justin Fields. And if the Bears have three first-round picks this year, I'm going to kill myself. That would actually I will lose. Wrong. I will lose my mind. If the- so if the Steelers want to pick, the Bears definitely got it. Okay. I don't know if you'll trade I, with them. I don't know, man. I found out Cam Hayward was playing without a groin all season. Mm, how do you do that? Yeah, that's crazy. Apparently, it was like a 12-week surgery. He came back in six weeks. 
and like was playing hurt. No, nope. so just like we 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 were cooked from the get go. But I don't know. I'm not mad. I'm um, happy. I do want the Lions to win though. I want everyone in the AFC to eat shit and die. The Lions winning though, good for them. That's another thing I, I was going to say. Know, good for I them. know that Avery sounds tame now, but watching him last night, he I have never. And I don't know if it's just like an AFC North thing or a Steelers thing, but I have never seen somebody jump from one end of the spectrum to the next so freaking fast. He'll be like, His puzzle it's pieces right, be moving. Like, yeah, he'll be like, well, that, it's all right, um, man. That, I, I feel good. And then I'll be like, get the fuck up <laughs> Well, that fumble that I thought was a fumble, I was screaming. Yeah. He... <laughs> He, like last night, prime example. He's like, you know, if if we if we lose, like I, I want the Bills to go far. Like I, I would like the Bills. And then at the end of the night, he said, "Fuck the Bills. I hope the Bills get out next round. Not <laughs> not don't don't care about them. Hate Josh Allen. Josh Allen's a and I quote a pussy ass bitch. Like." Father, forgive me for I we was have like, sinned. Dude, Jesus. There was about. Pray for forgiveness for us, Wade. Pabst was talking right then. Yeah. That. Speaking of chaos, <laughs> um, what's hey. going on in college basketball? Oh, I mean, can we... Let's, let's do our picks for this week. Yeah, let's do our picks oh. for this week. Usually we do that at the end. I well, mean, we talked about football first. Um, I won my lock. We know. Um, <laughs> we know. I had my Texans. Are you... So you're three ahead of Avery now? Because... That was worth two last week. It was worth two. I, I'm you're four ahead of me. I'm running this race alone. <laughs> Good luck. Hey, I can still. Everything's worth two. So Hold your I hand. Still, Hold your hand. I can still come back. All right. All right. Well, I guess what Connor goes first. No, I go last. Oh. Give me the Chiefs. Okay. Solid going home. I want them to beat the Bills, so hatred's fueling that one. Give me the Lions. That's a good one. I thought that. Also, realistically, we should do our picks, like who we think is going to win each game after this. It's only four games. I'm going to stick with the strategy. I'm going to go. I'm going to go the Ravens here. Okay. Ravens win. Okay. Over the Texans. Yes. Why? What are you, what are you doing? I was just wondering what the strategy was, but you t- told me that we you told me last week I couldn't know. So. so, no, the strategy that I have was in order to guarantee the most amount of teams. I was sticking with one bracket the whole way through till the Super Bowl. So I chose the Texans to beat the Browns, which means that the only four options I have are the Ravens, the Texans, the Bills, and the Chiefs. I'm not selecting anybody in the NFC to guarantee myself I'm at least getting one Super Bowl team. Because I'm thinking I choose the 49ers here. So if the 49ers beat the Packers, and I think the Lions will beat the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers... I'm locked from using the 49ers. Yeah. I'll have to choose either the Lions. I should have picked the Packers, man. I would have a 100% bracket right now. Yeah, you should have gone with your gut. Really? Yeah, I, I picked everything right on the other yeah. bracket. 
Dude, I, I was struggling there for a minute. I would choose the Texans again, but I can't. Yeah. Okay. I, dude, I tell you what, I, I think the Lions. So to go, the to, Lions are your best pick. To go step by step, I think that all. It, this might be a homer thing, but I think that all the home teams are winning. I think mm-hmm. the Ravens are going to beat the Texans. I think the 49ers are going to beat the uh, Packers. I think the Lions are going to beat the Bucks, and I think the Bills are going to beat the Chiefs. That's literally what mine is. is um, you said lo- the Chiefs. I mean, I picked right. that from my lock. Oh, so you think the Bills I are going to beat the Chiefs? I think the Bills are going to win at home, realistically. Then what? Put the bills because spite dichotomy spite yeah yeah spite all right that right. way I, I i win because i played both sides sure but you always lose okay. but all right um to, texans chiefs 49ers lions texans beating lamar um i think that the texans after dropping 40 will shock a lot of people i do think that you say that but look at their road points uh, I believe, and the Cowboys won 13 home games in a row or whatever, and they got themselves demolished yeah. by the pa- I mean, any given Sunday. And I think that... Ravens aren't the Cowboys. They are not, but I think that the Texans will put up a much better fight than people think. No, I'm... That, dude, that Ravens defense is... Crazy. No, I picked, I picked the Ravens we defense. twice. I picked the Ravens. And you're be- on the couch. You the, know what? They'll be joining us soon. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Ravens. Yeah, I think the Bills. What I wanted the I wanted the I I think that I thought that my two options I was gonna pick this week were the Bills or the Lions as my lock, and I think the Lions will win. But I'm gonna choose the Ravens. Ravens. I'm gonna stick with my plan. Got it. Got it. Okay. I was very. So we're all picking the home teams. Yeah. yeah. All right. I mean, except, other than other than my lock, except for the Chiefs. Yeah. No, I. Ha- you said the Chiefs. Yes. Oh. And the Bills are the home team. So we're not all picking the home team. No, I am. I think the Chiefs are beating the Bills. Okay. That's yes. What, yes. We're all on the same page. Yes, we are. Dude, we are. Hey, hopefully, I don't know what it is, but today we're not singing. I'm, I, was uh, like, I was like, yeah. If there's like, another snowstorm, let's see if they uh, keep the game on the same day for them. Yeah. They better. Let's, all right, so. You think they're going to let their pretty boy Mahomes get dirty in the snow? He better. You get paid $500 million, you better go out there in the snow. Must be nice. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, sir. Would you like a percent ownership in the team? Go play in the snow. Before we switch, I just want to say, when we were talking about coaches and quarterbacks, realistically, there's like five to six great coaches and like five to six great quarterbacks. And until you have one of those, you're 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 not doing nothing. That's what I was telling Dad. I was just like... I don't think it mattered who was quarterback for us yesterday unless it was one of those guys. We didn't have a shot. Yeah. But let's uh, let's continue to college football, uh, basketball. Hold on, real fast. Is this the most amount of coaching vacancies we have in the NFL? Mm, I mean, there's I'm like sure there's seven there's like, right now. I think yeah. there's like 12 like three years ago. Dang, 12. All right, college basketball. Uh, this. I have no idea what this I is. I mean, no, so I don't know if y'all saw it, but I saw some, some crazy stat that was like literally number one – out of the 25, top 25 um, this week, it was seeds 1, 2, 3, 4, 6, 9, 11, 18, like 20 and 22. I don't know what the exact numbers are because I don't have it in front of me. Um, but literally, number 1, 2, 3, 5, and 6 
all because I did find these top six. Uh, five out of the top six lost to an unranked school this week. And I think that Dang. it wasn't just the top five out of the top six. I think that I think that I saw a stat where it was like 12 out of the top 25 lost to an unranked school this week. It was Good. Cra- chaos. Crazy chaos. That's you never know who's going to win. College basketball is always good for that. Yeah. Um, also, shout out to my Cubs for getting the pitching philosopher. Um, we finally got um, – Thank you, Seven. We finally got a Japanese um, – we are the next. We're the next Dodgers, man. We're, yeah, yeah. We got uh, Seiya Suzuki. Yeah, he wanted and, to play with Seiya. Yeah, we dude. Seiya Suzuki is nice. Um, and we got Shota Amanga, Amanga, the pitching philosopher. Yeah, wasn't um, he on the Japan team? Yes, but he was one of their like lower downs in the rotation. Um, he has. I mean, I'm not the biggest on him. Like, we're not talking about. He's like a Mirakami or like a prospect. Yeah. I, I mean, so in the NPB, which is the Japanese league, he went 64 and 50, had a 318 ERA. Um, 64 a, and 50. 64 and 50. Yeah. They like count every start. I mean, no, that, that you remember, like, in order for him. Oh, to come you mean to the total? MLB, you mean total? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah. in order for him to come to the NFB, he had to have like six or eight years say, under his this belt. This man pitched 110 games. <laughs> yeah, God. dude, this man is crazy. He's an Iron Man. Good for y'all. <laughs> now, I want to hear your thought process process on it. You get three votes. Okay. I'm gonna give you ten people. Okay. No, you get two votes. I'm sorry, and I'm gonna give you eight people. Okay. All right. Connor, you get this too. First, so the reason why I'm telling you this for anybody who doesn't know, uh, Hall of Fame inductions for the MLB are happening next week. Okay. All right, so we'll be talking about who got into the Hall of Fame Yeah, I'm next sure week. one of us will be pissed off. Oh, for sure. So I'm going to tell you the people and their like accolades. Okay. okay. Can I say whether I think they should be in or not? Yes, but you only get two votes. I can only vote for two people. Yes. Yeah. How Correct. many people are total? You said eight. eight. Perfect. Number one, we got Him. eight. <laughs> so, number one, we got Adrian Beltre. Adrian Beltre. He's not him. in. I don't like his He's last name. He's a four-time All-Star, five-time Gold Glove, four-time Silver Slugger, two-time Platinum Glove, and for his career has 3,166 hits, 18th All-Time. I have a question. What's Platinum Glove mean? Platinum gloves mean that he was the, the best, best fielder. He was the best fielder in the league. He was twice. a third and first baseman. Third baseman. Yeah, for the Rangers, Mariners, and someone else. I will say, you don't have to. I I vote yes on this one. I'm going to save my vote until I hear everybody. So, you, so you're going to – do we want to come back to him? Yeah. yeah. I want right. to hear everyone I first. Love, so, I love okay. Adrian Beltre. Like, he's one of the most likable players ever. So He was really funny. Adrian Gonzalez okay. is set number two. Five-time All-Star, four-time Gold Glove, two-time Silver Slugger, slugger um, had 317 home runs, and had a 358 on-base percentage. He's number two. Okay. Number three, Big Sexy, Bartolo Colon. Absolutely. 100%. 2005 AL Cy Young, four-time All-Star, had 247 wins, 2,535 strikeouts and one home run. Give him my vote right now. I'm so serious. Give him my vote. No. Okay. He needs to get it. I, do you know him? Yeah, he's a big, fat pitcher. Whoa. Okay, 
Whoa, jeez. He's nice. elite. That's he's big, sexy. But he's the best. He's an immaculate. That dude career. hit a home run. He's an immaculate. Remember, you only get two. So we'll come back yeah. to it if we. Yeah. Are you telling me Bartolo Colon is not worth my pick? Are you <laughs> no, telling me I'm not? I'm, you haven't heard the rest of them. Bartolo Colon right, so is my favorite. You could say Barry Bonds. Number, I'm not picking him. What is this? No, number big, four? sexy. So number four is Chase Utley, the Silver Fox. <sighs> oh, um, man. 2008 World Series champ, six-time All-Star, four-time Silver Slugger, 259 home runs, and 358 on on-base percentage. If he ain't even close to pool holes, he ain't worth it, bro. Nobody's close to pool holes. Yeah, <laughs> All right, next one we got Pujols David Wright. The best hitter we've ever seen probably like in like 60 years. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm messing but, around. Um, David Wright. Okay. David Wright, seven-time All-Star, two-time Gold Glove, two-time Silver Slugger, 296 batting average, and a 242 or 242 home runs. Okay. Okay. We're coming near the end. That's right. I can't remember any of the stats you keep telling us. <laughs> I'm going to go back through. You just got to kind of keep track of like, oh, I'm going to tell you all the people again. Um, next one is Joe Maurer. Joe Maurer, 2009 AL MVP. This is tough. Six-time All-Star, five-time Silver, silver Slugger, three-time Gold Glove, three-time batting title champion. Is he the only one you've said so far that has won an MVP award? Correct. Okay. Okay. I'm paying attention. Yes, <laughs> you are correct there. Joe All Maurer right, was so on the cover of MLB we got, The Show we got, twice. We got two more people left. Number th- number Number seven. Are these everyone that the MLB is even thinking about no, at this moment? No, there's like 25, but these are like the top eight. Okay. And it's realistic that probably like four or five of these are going to get into the Hall of Fame. But the, uh, this these are more first time. These are the first time. Around. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. So number seven, Jose Bautista. <laughs> Six-time All-Star, three-time Silver Slugger, 344 home runs. 975 RBIs and a 361 on base percentage. He's good. That was a good one. And then the, the final flip. guy. Yeah, the bat flip. So the final guy, Matt Holiday. Jesus. 2011 World Series champ, seven time All Star, four time Silver Slugger, one time batting title champion, and a 379 on base percentage. All right. All right. I'll tell you mine right now. Go ahead. Uh, Joe Maurer and Matt Holliday. Okay. The guy who won the only MVP award out Joe of everybody. Maurer. Joe Maurer definitely deserves it. And who was the second to last guy you said? The second to last guy was Jose Bautista. Yeah. Bautista, I think. I think Bautista. I, I think the bat flip. Um, <laughs> That's his Hall of Fame right there. Say, say what you want to say, but I think that someone goes in the Hall of Fame for a couple things and – Changing the culture of a game, even if you weren't the best, does warrant some Wait, stuff. Jose was, and a- and him coming up there and bat flipping and like beat because I think he was one of the first like really baseball players I remember really wear it on the sleeve and he got a lot of flack for it. But he was the but, king of the bat. Flip. Yeah, but for now we look at that and we go, why don't players do this more? Yeah, he made it normal. Yeah, we hated on. He walked. That's also why he got his shit rocked. He ran. He <laughs> he ran so others could walk. And I do want to say that if he doesn't get in, I'd say honorary. But big sexy should get in too. Big, big yeah. sexy. That's my honorary. The people's choice. Yeah, the people's choice. 
Um, I got Adrian Beltre. The only way. O- only guy that we talk about 3, that has. Platinum. Uh, two platinum gloves. Yeah. He's, um, yeah. he's 18th all time in hits. Um, and then my other one is Joe Maurer. Um, right. He's. Y'all talked about the MVP, but three-time batting title mm-hmm. means that he led the league in batting average three times. That's so incredible. It, was, which is insane. Now, I, I think... I holiday for vibes. So, I think the hot take is, I hate it, but you want to talk about the Derrick Rose of this list? It's David Wright. Mm-hmm. If David Wright played longer, mm-hmm. he would be he would be where everybody else mm-hmm. is. I think that he would arguably be better than everybody else, but he had a neck fusion surgery mm-hmm. that put him out for four years, yeah. and he came back like four years later and played like six games or I, something I like should have been Beltre, but after you said Matt Holiday, I was just like, I got to The MVP award in MLB, is it similar to like the... Um, it's probably the most prestigious. <laughs> well, I'm saying it is, but I'm saying in the NFL, it's like, oh, it's the quarterback award no, now. It, so or is it legitimately everybody does have a legitimate shot? That's I mean, kind of. So most of the time. Your catchers aren't winning so, it. I know that. Joe Maurer was a catcher. So he was a catcher. That's Joe what I'm was a catcher. But That's why it's so impressive yeah, that he won it. But the only thing about it is a lot of times um, – pitchers don't win the award because yeah. a lot of times they have their own Cy, Cy Young award. Mm-hmm. Um, unless you're Shohei. Unless you're Shohei. Who can, or, who, who can mean, hit? Back in the day that like Babe Ruth. Kershaw won the, the award. Yeah. Um, Justin Verlander won the award. Um, those are just the last two that won the award as the pitcher. But I mean it's it's possible but you, you have to be good. Absolutely incredible. Those, yeah. those seasons by Verlander and Kershaw were like two of the best of the modern yeah. era of I don't know I don't know if you remember we talked about it on the show but like two or three years ago where Jacob deGrom was at, on pace for like a point six ERA yeah. for a little while or like yeah, a one yeah one. It, insanity like you that sh- would have been he would have won MVP, MVP who was who was the one that had what the triple crown almost he, but um, he lost it to Shohei it was Vladdy Jr. yeah oh yeah another um, another like if you had said that I'm like instantaneously like do you have any idea how hard that is because yeah, I, I, I think it matters. Like I said, that dude winning the MVP as a catcher to me is like out of everything anyone says. Dude, Joe Maurer was that is a, incredible. Joe oh, Maurer yeah. was the best. Yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> you so were a nasty. catcher, and you won. In terms of the late two thousands, mm-hmm. amazing. There, there's really it was him versus Buster for best catcher. Dude, oh yeah, and both of them have MVPs. And yeah. Buster's I think up in like two years, three. Years I love I love a good go. pitching beef. That whenever there's two pitchers who are really good and it's like who's better, I, I do I do think that like baseball is one of the few sports that like there's so many individual players, like positions because in football it's like offense defense really breaks down but like in baseball it's like catcher versus catcher, pitcher versus pitcher, batting average and then like there's so many stats that you can look at yeah. but like catching is one of the few where it's like it's still somewhat of an eye test of like. Yeah. We watched that Death Mathis video. Like, why is he here? His stats don't work, but if you watch him play, you understand how important a catcher is. is and, not, like, sorry, I just that's the one thing about baseball I, I find really fun is that, like, even there's still a few positions where it's like, you don't understand. His, his stats might be bad, but he's worth whatever the hell on the team because he's a damn good catcher. Like, his, he's, it, his I mean, I think that that's what you could say about Yachty. Like, that's what I was going to ask. Yeah, is it five years? Yeah, yeah. So like Yachty doesn't have the stats like Joe, but he was the but, best defensive catcher oh, in yeah, the NBA. No. When you talk about like a platinum glove, 
Yeah. Adrian Beltre at two. I think that Yadier Molina has five. Yeah, incredible. And Nolan Arenado has like four. his offense isn't – he doesn't have silver sluggers. He's a he slap have, hitter. But you have really five platinum gloves, which means that for five years – It's like Johnny Bench without the homers. He's he's a better defensive catcher than Johnny Bench. Do you Bench. think it's – what's the hardest award outside of M- 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 MVP in MLB that you would – Cy Young. Cy Young, for <laughs> Cy Young. sure. All right, remove p- pitchers from this equation because that, that's such platinum a Platinum spe- glove. I mean, plat- yeah, it, platinum glove, there's one. It's not pitcher versus catcher versus Like a bunch of base. players get it's, gold gloves, but like only one player in each league gets a platinum. That's what I'm saying. Platinum must be. Nolan four. Arenado got it like four times, and he's like still very nah, good. No, Nolan Arenado first ballot. There's a couple that we could rattle off that I think are first ballot that are still playing. Yeah, Mookie. Like, Mookie. M- Mook, uh, if he plays a little bit longer. Freddie Freeman. To me, first ballot, first yeah. ballot are five guys. Yeah. So these are the people that retire today. Yeah. Today. Mike Trout could retire today. Yeah. First ballot. Freddie Freeman. I, know, I don't think Freddie no? Freeman's first ballot. Shohei Otani. I think Otani? a little bit more. I think... I think that Shohei's got to be first ballot. Yeah. But he wasn't who the five that I was okay, thinking of. let's hear it. Clayton Kershaw. Absolutely. Mike Justin Trout. Verlander. Justin Verlander. Scherzer. Yeah. Ker, uh, Mike Trout. Jacob DeGrom. You're missing my boy on the Phillies. Bryce probably could. Pr- not Nick Castellanos. Dang it. But Bryce Harper. I could need rip. more national tragedies, Bryce, Nick. Bryce Harper. <laughs> Bryce Harper, two-time MVP, you would have to put him in Dude. that conversation. I, I was also people, somewhat people, talking about But this. if you want the next tier down to me, that's like you play a little bit longer, you're in there, Mookie, MVP, Freddie Freeman, MVP. Um, Starling Marte. <laughs> well, Shohei uh, Otani. I mean, Shohei Otani. First ballot. For, uh, if he's not in that first ballot, he's definitely in that tier. Because he hasn't how, – how many years has he played? Like, Six. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, what he's he's in, he's in the say, what, Patrick Mahomes. Type. I say what he's done has been absolutely insane. But it's the same thing of like, how many years do you need that you think minimum you have to play in the MLB? I would say, I would ten. say ten. Well, how many in the NFL, NBA, and I'm not gonna ask you about I, the NFL. I think that ten is like the, uh like a until Mahomes, a starting point across the league. Yeah, I was say until Mahomes, this was never really a question. It was yeah. usually like ten. No one's been doing that. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people are saying, like, the biggest critics of Jason Kelsey is, like, he's in 12 or 13, and they're like, nah, he ain't been in there long enough. He plays O-line, man. Yeah. Yeah. That hurts. average career in the NFL is three years, so. That's Three years longer than me. Who else would be? In MLB? Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking, like. See, the problem is is it's, that you have pitchers. these one-offs, so you have a lot of these one-off uh, like MVPs. Mm-hmm. Like Aaron like, Judge. Oh, Jose Altuve, first ballot. Yeah. Um, Aaron Judge could a few Aaron, more years. Aaron Judge, I say he's one of those like in weird. That Shohei Ohtani. Yeah. Like play a They're going to be, but not right now. Yeah. Him, um, him setting the, the home run record. Or or damn near said it, or he did set it for his the single season home I run. I think yeah. I think that if you nice. look at like young guys like. Your Ronald Acuna Juniors for Cincy. Your Fernando, uh, yeah. Fernando Tatis. Tot- Cincy, the Reds. Are you about to say Ellie De La Cruz? Yeah, Ellie De La Cruz. Not yeah. yet. Not yet. Not well, yet. I'm saying we're, that we're talking I, about bona fide stars. I'm like, saying he, I think, has potential to get oh, into yeah, this. Sure. Like when he retires, for first ballot. Current players, 
Nolan and Paul Goldschmidt. Paul Go- Paul Goldschmidt is in that like Freddie French. Freeman. You just got to play like one year. Isn't to me, JD Martinez, as it sounds, Joey Votto, yeah, first ballot. Who who did the Cubs pick up uh, this year that you were really excited Cody for? Cody Bellinger, is pitching philosopher. Yeah. Or Cody Bellinger. Cody Bellinger. Where is he in this? He's been in the league like five years. The problem is is that he fell Cody, off hard. Cody Bellinger. So there's a guy that I always think back to in terms of the Hall of Fame, and it's a guy named Larry Walker. And Larry Walker was like a pretty decent player, mm-hmm. but he had one year where he won MVP. And he made it into the Hall of Fame off that one year as MVP. Ooh, that's such a precedent. So, and so it's good. like I think that – there's a lot of people that you can make the Larry Walker argument for of like Jose Abreu. Jose Abreu won the MVP with the White Sox Mm -hmm. two or three years ago, but Jose Abreu isn't (laughs) the cream of the crop, but had a phenomenal season three years ago. Um, And same thing with Cody Bellinger, Cody Bellinger, Christian Mm Yelich, both those, those guys could be considered fringe, but I think that Ho- I think that Cody Bellinger, Christian Yelich, I think that they would be like. I think Cody Bellinger's got to play a little bit longer. Christian Yelich has at least played a little bit, and so he like. He was with the Marlins. I would think that he wouldn't be first ballot. I would think he would be kind of like an Andrew Jones, mm-hmm. maybe third or. fourth I want ballot. Andrew Jones to get in so yeah. bad. Um, I think he will this year. Yeah. Speaking of Hall of Fames, uh, Draymond Green came back uh, from suspension after Ab- Adam Silver said, please stop beating up people, and Draymond said, I'd rather retire. Um, is he a Hall of Famer? Yeah. yeah. Well, the NBA lets anybody in. Yeah. So with him winning three rings and defensive players of the year, yeah, absolutely. I don't know if I've said this before, but I think that the MLB – MLB is the hardest one to get into. Well, I think that's weird that because, right. like – the MLB wants to be particular about the pe- things that they want to be particular about. Like, no be one gets a hundred percent. No one gets a hundred percent. But also, the MLB is the only league that will be like, "Yep, yeah, nobody got in this year. Sorry about it." Yeah, it's like, like there were literally like two years ago where like two straight years where they were just like, "Nope, sorry." Yeah. I got think in the I, I have to respect that because it's I don't. It's There's the, so many people that deserve it. MLB is finicky. I think what I needs think, to happen is they need to do – I don't know if it's the NFL that does it or the NBA that does it, where you get 20 people in what we just did of like – You vote you them get off. Four, you get four. And whoever gets the highest, whatever four people get the highest out of that, I, they're moving that's on. That's what I the thought, NFL does. I think the I think at least the MLB will let you go back. Like if no, it's been they, they will that, that is true. Like for ten years. Well, I know, but I do think that once you're off the ballot, you're off. But if it's been a long enough time, they can reopen you as like a oh, this player looking back should have been in. We didn't understand it so well. Like we're going to bring him to the hall, even well, though he said he wasn't. The thing with MLB is like it's voted on by writers. I think. Like, certain people vote on who goes in, and certain people have vendettas against certain people and will never vote them in. Like That is say, that is, that is like, not true. Say like, that, 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 that should not be true. Say, I mean. like, you're an Astros writer. You have a vote, but you hate the Rangers. He's never voting Adrian Beltre in, even though he's deserving. It's like, that's the, the, the weird politics of baseball. That's lame. Well, there's, they got so many issues. But we're also in – so, to, we can go off – Baseball in a second, but baseball's also weird in that we are in the era 
of steroids finally getting out of the era where like the best players that we saw were steroid players. Like the best player was a rod. A rod had the longest suspension for somebody who admitted to using steroids. He didn't do it. He was uh black ball from the league. Um, <laughs> under duress. <laughs> A Yankee. Yankees I, never I cheated. If there was somebody who was going to break the threshold It'd be A-Rod. of like the steroids. Oh, A-Rod is for sure. Would be A-Rod. But that at would, least he came clean about it. He came clean. Plus he's, yeah. I would and say. he's done his, you could say. Redemption. Theoretically, you could say he did his time. He served his suspension. Two years, wasn't it? It was a, it was a full it was a full year and I think part of another year. Yeah, but damn is CC Sabathia in there yet? Mm-mm. He he just retired. Like they need to put him three years ago. Him and Miggy in. I didn't know that Ichiro wasn't in. No. Nope. Oh, that, that no. It's is because it's because Ichiro, Ichiro's still playing overseas. No, he does he, that matter? No, I don't think that matters. I think that he is. Um, Ichiro was on the roster. For like a while. Still getting paid. Um, not getting paid, but he didn't officially retire until I think 2019. So I uh, think the next year might well, be his year. He better be first ballot. Dude, 3,000 hits. If you combine his Japanese hits with his American hits, mm-hmm. he beats Pete Rose. By like 5,000. Not 5,000. I think it's like by 200 or something like it's that. First number that came yeah. into mind. Yeah. but it, Pete it's Rose needs to be in. Oh, for sure. Barry but, Bonds put him in. Barry if, Bonds. They're all famous to everybody but the beat writers. Do you have a two, two truths and a lie? No, I do not. I have a 20 questions, though. Gasp. I I watched one Payne's Places, and I cannot for the life of me remember what it was about. Mm. Well, yeah, Draymond's back. That's all I could tell you that's happened in the NBA. Oh, oh, I went to the Penguins-Hurricanes game. That was fun. Forgot to say that earlier. Welcome to my house, boys. Also, did you... So, fun fact of the day. Dame time is back? That's the fun yes. fact? Yeah, yes, Dame time. Half court shot to win it. Yeah, shout out. Um, so, fun fact of the day. This is not a uh, true truth and a lie, but did you know that the... the um, Abraham Lincoln invented the The Super the Bowl fight. five trophy got stolen. Five? It's, yeah. It's never been it's found. It's never been found. Who who won that one? The Colts. And when they moved from Baltimore, when they moved from, they moved from they moved from wherever they were before Baltimore to Indianapolis. Indianapolis, the owner of the Colts um, kept it. He kept it It, because what happened was is that after after they moved from Baltimore to Indianapolis, the next year he became the the owner. Of he didn't have to like sell the team. It was kind of like a free agency type thing. He became the owner of the Rams, and he was just like, "Hey, this Super Bowl trophy, it's mine, mine now." Nice. That's and apparently uh, like one of the guys on the um, Indianapolis like staff. He was like the one who acts like gave it to the guy. Still on staff. Never saw. Never oh. saw it again. And then like. 20 years later saw him at some he like saw him at his office or something and it was just what would you, behind him was that big ass Super Bowl 5 trophy I'm fighting and him. he's like is that the real thing <laughs> like you do you have the real thing right now because nobody knew where it was because um, 
Everybody what? thought that it was just like lost in time. Nobody knew for sure that it was the owner who had it. Why does but it... now we kind of know that the owner of the Baltimore Colts um, took it with him. Doesn't is he dead? I th- I think so. But why doesn't Jim Mercer just get it back? I don't think they know where it is. Oh, anymore. he left it to their family. Yeah. Or well, I don't think the family like either the, the NFL family, has enough yeah, money. Dude, the NFL. No, I'm sure that the family's like, we ain't giving you shit. Like, yeah. You made us move the team. Yeah. But that's crazy. Apparently, the replica, the original replica for it, is in the basement of the Babe Ruth Museum. What? So where is it? Where? What trophy? Peyton Manning just be in, out here and, just finding and stuff, in bro. Baltimore. So what trophy is? In Indianapolis, just another replica. Another replica. Dang. Well, I should have used that as a two truths. Yeah, like, <laughs> can't, can't have shit in Baltimore. Um, <laughs> here we go. Except for the except for the Babe Ruth Museum, yeah. which he, in the basement has a Super Bowl trophy. Is he from Maryland? Yes. That makes sense why he beat his wife. Same thing with Dead Growl and Poe. Yeah, from Maryland. So that's why they're named the Ravens. So he beat that's his crazy. Wife too. No, nah, he did like have he did marry his cousin. Which one? The one that was kind of young. First? Yeah, that's what I was talking about. I the young I mean, and first couple double. Humble. I do not think that he was related to her by blood and the fact that I have to say that even in the 19 like what? Edgar Allan Poe was born in the 1900s. So it wasn't like we were out here and like what, Really? Yeah, Edgar Allan Poe was like I think it was Early, like uh, 1900s, but like still, I'm like pretty sure Edgar Allan Poe was like popular in the. He died in his like 30s, days. right? Yeah, he was an alcoholic, unfortunately, and he died in the middle of the street. Dang, they didn't even Connor know. Just like casually saying that is hilarious. How, did his he uh, did his was step, born in he was hello? sorry he was born in 1809, did early his, 1800s. Died in 1849. Did his step cousin 1849? Mm-hmm. He was okay. He was way earlier. Yeah, I was than about to say I didn't think he was 19. Did. Did, did he, did his um, step-cousin wife, sister he, The die? couple were cousin first cousins wife. and publicly married when Virginia Clem was, was 13 and Poe was 27. Holy yeah. <laughs> did, uh, did she die? Uh, I actually do In believe so, yes. Well. She died at 24 years old from tuberculosis, so they were together for 10 years and it did cripple him and then, yeah, that's kind of oh. another reason why he started making his writing stuff. But True first love. cousin at 13... In eight, Not a good look. Edgar, he went to come one, on, bro. He went to one cookout. All right, I got I got the twenty questions this time. One zero three. One three zero. All right, let's do it. You two. All right, twenty questions. Is this is it a human? Yep. I'll In, let you lead. Is is he an athlete? Yep. I ain't talking about no woman. Two for we right, sexist yeah. here, boys. All right, two for um, two for one. Is he an athlete in the four major marathons? Yes. Football. No. Baseball. Yes. Good. Um, active. No. Hall of Fame. Yes. Pitcher. Was he a pitcher of some kind? He, he on the baseball reference sheet here. It does not list him as a pitcher, so I'm going to say no. Okay. So okay. If Connor, if Connor thought of this person, it has to be someone. Yeah, I was thinking like someone like known. no. I was thinking of someone like Gaylord Perry or something. No, don't just 
Continue asking your questions. All right. Um, they are in the Hall of Fame. Where was the majority of their career after, no, before 2000? Yes. Okay. He played um, a number of years, but he did play from 2000 to 2004, but the majority of his career was pre-2000. Okay. Thanks for that. That was very nice. So I wanted to say that, and it it is it is somewhat weird because he played in like the 80s and 90s till 04. He, he was not a pitcher. He's right? not a pitcher. He did play in the 80s and 90s from 1987 as his first year. And he played until 2004. This is more of me asking you this. That's fine. Do you know what team that he would be mostly associated with? Um, I'm going to say yes. I'm going to imagine that there are two teams that he's probably most known for. It'd probably be the Atlanta no, Braves. No, don't, don't say the teams. You're going to give yeah, it to us. Oh, my bad. Then yes. Atlanta so the, Braves. All right. Atlanta, Atlanta Braves. All right. I, I'm, the only reason why I'm prefacing this is because he has played for one. Two, three, like four or five teams, actually. Actually, had okay, quite so a... it's not Ricky Anderson. I was going to say Greg Maddox, but that's a pitcher. Yeah. Greg Maddox played for four teams. Um, did he play – Did his other? was his other team in the NL East? No, just say NL. In the NL? Um, he doesn't know. I would actually say a majority of his – do you know what teams are in the NL? It's 50-50. I'm looking at his baseball reference. Yeah. It says AL and L. Yeah, okay, it says good, AL. Good, good. For the I'm going to I'm going to be nice. In the beginning of his career, he was in the AL and then he moved to the NL for quite a while and then he made his way back to the AL. So he did move a little bit. It, did he win a World Series? Um good question. Good question. That is a good question. Yeah. Like the family feud. What good would question. what would the Baseball reference sheet say is like this person won. A. It would say like it would say on it. World it would series. say like two or three time World Series. Nope, he so he did not. Win he did a not World win a World series. series. Okay, so he probably wasn't with that Atlanta team in '98. He must have kind of came on a little bit later. Did he play? F- hold on, hold on. Let's, find let's, let's position. try to figure out: Is he outfield? Is he no? no. Okay, so he's an infielder. His position is not outfield. Could be a DH. Hold on. I think I got it. Is it Crime Dog, Fred McGriff? That is correct. He was elected to the Hall of Fame in 2023 last year. Yep. See, I was going to say Kenny Lofton. That's why I chose them. I cannot believe I actually got it right. Yeah, you guys were like, did he play for the AL? And I'm like, well, he went from Toronto from 1986 to 1990. Then he went to SDP. San Diego, Padres. San Diego, for two years, from ninety one to ninety two. Then he went back to Toronto for ninety three. Then back to San Diego in ninety three. Then to Atlanta in ninety three. Same year, traded. I guess. I think I passed around like a blunt. A- Atlanta from ninety three to ninety seven. TBD to TBD. Tampa Bay for two years from ninety eight. Sorry, three years ninety eight to two thousand. Back to Toronto. Then to CHC, which is Cubs. Chi- the Cubs, Chicago Cubs. Then LAD, and then Tampa Bay. Yeah. That man, that man moved. And you're like, where was his career? My favorite 
is the fact that in the year 2000 on baseball reference, it says what league he was in. It just says MLB. It just says TOT. I guess he, uh, Toronto wasn't. What What are his accolades? I, I that was the Hall of Fame, five time Hall, five time All Star. I think twenty nine is. Here we go. Never mind. He just has a Hall of Fame. It just has some extra stuff. Sorry, he does have a nineteen ninety five World Series. It didn't expand. Three time Silver Slugger, uh, AS uh, AS MVP. Um, his WAR is fifty two, which is incredible. That's okay. I mean, 52 wins. Mike Trout has like 100. But isn't Mike Trout the greatest baseball player of all time? I mean, not. At, he's also 30. So. Well, could be. Fred McGriff is like almost dead. So like, he's Whoa, 60. Oh, he's like, he's like 50. He's 60. I thought it was Kenny Lofton. Because it says. Kenny how, Lofton would have been a good one. Because like, it says how old is Fred McGriff. Yeah. White Sox to Braves. Yeah. All right. Same time frame. Uh, or uh, Guardians. That's all right. Him. You got one more. I know I'm, this is going to stay baseball, so you can skip a question. All yep. right. Dude, he has given us Man, so he's many. Such, such a great one. Um, yeah, can you do this all the time? <laughs> Kenny Lofton. Cool. <laughs> I got a new one. All right, Kenny did, Lofton. Did he get inducted to the Hall of Fame recently? Yeah. Oh, sweet. Fame. Hall yeah. of Fame recently? I mean, yeah. Describe recently. I mean, 2010s and later. Yep. He is. <laughs> Um. All right. Is he a uh, pitcher? Yeah. Him being inducted to Hall of Fame answers a lot of questions. He's not active. He's retired. He's not a pitcher. And he's in not the Hall a of pitcher. Fame. All right, dude. It's Hall of Fame. We're killing it. Was he an outfielder? No. Was he an infielder? No. Was he a DH? No. He was a catcher. No. Was he a coach? What the fuck? I don't know. Do you know what the positions are? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We went through every single He's not position. a pitcher, outfielder, infielder, He's or catcher. He's a player? There's more than one way to become a Hall of Famer, boys. Is he a coach? Um, I have to look real fast, actually. I was like... Well, what else is if he's not a player? Um, a broadcaster? If it is, it's the Dodgers guy. Oh, for sure. R.I.P. Joe Buck. I'm going to look this man up, but I do believe that he is a out. Oh God, you don't have his name, but you have his positions. <laughs> no, 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 no. When I, when I, hold on. Let me, give me a second. Here, can I see it? Why? No, I need your help more than you need mine for this. <laughs> you ever listen to Jay Cole's mixtapes that have the Kenny Lofton songs on them? No. There's Kenny Lofton songs? Yeah. It's like a hook. It's... He he was not a baseball player, but he was involved in baseball. And his Wikipedia lists him as something other than a baseball player. Is it that Moneyball um, guy? He manager? likes Moneyball. Um, he was a general manager. It's the Moneyball GM. B- Billy Bean. Billy Bean's not it. Shit. I don't think his name was Billy Bean. It was Billy. Billy Kumas. I guarantee you right now, his name ain't anywhere close to Billy. Okay. Do you know him? The hell no. I don't know who this oh. is. But I do know him now. How do you know? Where are you getting, like, so you're just you, looking how'd... up baseball players and, like. I went to the Hall of Fame list, clicked on somebody, and you ended up getting oh, a. Oh, great. He's uh, in the Hall of Fame. You know that. So I didn't he, give you a. So he's a GM or was a GM. He was a GM. He was introdu- introduced 
as a pioneer slash executive. That is what they they put him a in pioneer as pioneer slash executive. So that's oh, dude, this could be this could be I rough. Know. I have no clue. Um, yeah, Shohei it, Otani's interpreter, boys. Let's figure yeah. out what team he was on. Yeah, is he in the A? Did he was, was his he team did, in the AL? Um, let me check. <laughs> Just tell us the team. I could tell you. Yeah, he is most. <laughs> He's in the the team probably most known is in the American League, the okay. AL. So I'm thinking I'm not talking to you. I'm thinking Stallbrenner, the uh, Stahlbrenner. Yankees yeah. president. Send it. Stallbrenner. No. I don't know Steinbrenner. That's what Steinbrenner was. Um, you need to try to find what team he the teams he was on. Teams. See in the AL East. AL East. So that's the Orioles. Yes, that is correct. The AL East is the, is a team that he did play for. That is correct. He or played. He didn't play, sorry, didn't play for. Like he was a person with. Um, it's probably, it's the Yankees, the Red Sox, Orioles. He shook his head. Um. Uh, you you were wrong about two of them. You were right about one of them. I'll give you that. Yankees. No. Orioles. Yes, okay. he was on the or- he pl- he was a so member of the Orioles. Or Orioles. So it's the Rays or the Dude, Blue Jays. I know is it the Blue Jays? Nothing. Blue Jays is the other team. It on his Wikipedia it says um he guided the Blue Jays um and I'm not going to say anything else and that's what it says he's probably most known is it for. Gary Carter. It's not Gary Carter. Is it Joe? Joe Carter. I have no idea who this dude is. Good luck, boys. No, yeah. it's not Joe Carter. Joe Carter's a, a player. How many how many questions has this been? That was sixteen. That was nine. <laughs> um he had a front office career. When he became assistant farm director with a Holt Houston Colt forty five. I, I have nothing. Orioles and Blue Jays. I, yeah, I have nothing. He was a general manager of the Toronto Blue Jays, Baltimore Orioles, Seattle Mariners, and Philadelphia Phillies as president of the Philadelphia Phillies from 2014 to 2015. He's won three World Series. You giving up? Yeah. Yeah. Pat Gillick. Never heard of him. Well, now you have. He looks. (laughs) He looks miserable in this picture. Yeah, Look yeah. up Pat yeah, Gillick never, first never, picture. That, that guy looks I, like my toe. Yeah. <laughs> I want y'all to know that you got really unlucky on that because I went to like the baseball Hall of Fame list and I just went down and I w- I could have done Greg Maddox, Tony LaRusso, 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 Mike Piazza, Ken Griffey Jr. But then I went to 2011 and I saw ooh Pat Gillick. I wonder what player he was. And I go to his page and there's literally no stats. <laughs> it just said. Hall of Fame, Pioneer slash Executive. And I said, hmm. boys, I got it. Send it. That, that was a good one. You did stump well, us. Well, you did stump us. Hey, let's go. All right, guys. Well, we greatly appreciate you listening. We will see you guys next week. We will let you know. Hopefully, my 49ers have made it to the NFC Championship. Hopefully, we can beat the Packers. Go Lions. If not, I'm going to be sad and it's okay. depressed. You'll, you'll be back next year. Yeah. <laughs> But, all right, guys, we'll see you guys next week. Peace.